Hello, vampires and slayers. This is Mixtress Ray, and you're listening to What's This Bitch Talking About? To which the answer to that question is normally Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, I am, if you're just tuning in for the first time, um, this is a podcast where I review every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer exactly 20 years after their each episode's original air dates. So, because of the nature of this project, sometimes there are gaps in my podcast. So, we're in one of those gaps right now. Um, our last Buffy episode was two weeks ago, and we don't have another one until three weeks from today, I think. Yes. So, um, I didn't want to leave you guys completely in a lurch. I wanted to give you two episodes at least in, um, so I'm giving you an episode every two weeks while we're in the, um, the, the darkness, the dark times of Buffy being off the air until, um, January, let's see, January 12th is the next time we get to talk about an episode. So what my plan is, is to today, since today, by the time you get this on Friday, the 22nd, it will be the day after the winter solstice. So today's podcast is going to be more of a personal podcast. So if you're not into that, if you'd rather just hear me talk about Buffy, then skip this one. But, um, this is going to be kind of a reflection on my year. I'm going to sort of just babble about, you know, things that happened this year, things that I've been going through this year, how I feel about things in general. So I plan to only do a personal podcast like this very rarely, and it will only be at times like this when we're in um, a dark period where Buffy didn't air. Um, So it's going to sort of be a fireside chat with Mixtress, except by fire, I mean, um, I'm sitting next to my tiny little space heater. (laughs) Um, so I'm just going to kind of reflect on the year and then two weeks from today, we're going to do the podcast. Um, the podcast will be kind of a little recap. Um, so that will be on January 5th. So January 5th will be a recap of Buffy, either just the season two. I'll probably just do like a recap of all of Buffy and like talk about like what has happened so far and... Yeah. And then three weeks from today, we will finally be back to talking about um, episodes of Buffy with Bad Eggs, which is the the next episode in season two in our project. So things that happened to me this year. In, I remember on New Year's Eve, I was giddy. I was like manic and giddy. And I was very, very happy. And I thought that it was going to be a great year. I had a bunch of new year's resolutions. I might as well tell you what some of them are. They're all in my planner. I'll just tell you what all my new year's resolutions were. I'm the type of person that I usually like sit down and I make a whole bunch of really weirdly specific goals, which never works out. And yet I don't alter that plan because I just enjoy doing it that way for some reason. Um, so my big goal for the year, the thing that I had actually said to myself, I will be really upset if I don't do this. And I totally didn't do it. Spoiler alert. I had a resolution 
to every day that I didn't work at least a six hour shift at the library, I was going to dance at least 30 minutes for every day that I didn't work six hours at the library. So like I figured that was a pretty good goal. It would get me some exercise. It was very loose. Like, you know, a lot of different things would count as dancing in my book. Like I could literally just put on some music and dance, or I could play the Just Dance um, Wii games that I have, or I could use any of my belly dancing um, workout videos, DVDs. And I didn't even really keep up with that. I think I might have kept up with it throughout the month of January and that was it because in February, it I think it was the beginning of February, I, um, I had, I got an abscess tooth. So my, one of my front teeth, um, due to an injury in third grade, um, I, third grade, no second grade, I knocked out one of my front teeth and the other one was there was trauma to it, but it was still my original tooth. Um, I have an implant for the one that I knocked out in second grade. And then the other one had, I guess, just decayed over the years. And it finally, like, it was awful. I have these pictures of my face, like, swole on, on the right side of my face where that tooth was. Um, it's swollen, like so huge. And I had to miss some work and, um, I had to get the tooth taken out of course and get a, or not taken out. I guess what they did was a root canal. So they didn't have to take the entire tooth out, thankfully. Um, so I got, um, a crown put on that tooth. So that particular thing was kind of the reason why I stopped doing my dancing for 30 minutes a day, but then I just didn't start it back up again because that entire experience was, it was the most pain I've ever been in, in my life. And it took a long time to recover. Like basically I was just completely worn out, drained, no energy whatsoever for several months, I would say. And, um, basically the dentist just sort of reassured me that that was normal. And that because what an abscess essentially is, is your body is rejecting the decaying thing. It's trying to get away from it. So a bunch, I had a whole bunch of bone loss in the right side of my face, like, and and he even showed me the x-rays and it's pretty scary to just like, essentially there was a hole in my fucking face. And, um, so, you know, it's basically going to take, I probably still haven't completely regenerated all of the bone after that trauma. I don't really know how it works, but I think it's something that takes, you know, maybe a year, maybe more. I don't know. He didn't really tell me how long it would take for, to regenerate all that bone, but I spent a large chunk of this year just sort of saying to myself, Hey, um, I can't really do anything right now because I'm growing bone. Okay. Leave me alone. I'm growing bone. <laughs> um, so that was, that was a big event. I mean, it was traumatic in that it hurt really bad and it took a long time to recover from it, but you know, it's just, these things happen, uh, 
Of course, it costs a lot of money. I had to get a CARE credit card, and I will be paying that off for a long time. But um, it might, I have a really good dentist, and like the process, oh God, it was, it was a lot because it was a lot of like, I went to the dentist so many times this year because it took a lot longer than it should have because my dentist is a perfectionist and he wanted to make sure like he kept sending the temp I kept going in to like get the final crown put on and he would just like not like it not like the coloring of it or not think that it was the right shape or whatever so he kept sending it back to the lab to get it fixed so every time I'd be like I'm getting my tooth today finally I can stop wearing the temporary um and it would you know, not happen. So I don't even remember. It was probably April, May before I actually got the final crown put on, but, um, it looks great. Like it looks way better. Um, so I'm glad that whole situation is resolved, I guess. Um, so that kind of takes me into by the time I had the final crown put on and I was, um, it was about time for the library to move. So my, um, where I, if you don't know, I have worked at a library for 13 years. So, um, 13 years, is it 14 now? No, 13. Um, and we had a new library built for us. The library that we, that I've always worked in, um, has been there since 1980. And we got this huge city grant to be able to build a new library on the other side of town. And so it opened on May 30, May 30th or May 31st. I think it was 31st. So that was the other like really big draining thing. And I am, <laughs> I am a very low energy person. So basically if there's any like big change going on in my life or anything like that, I basically hibernate and there's a lot of not getting anything done. There's a lot of just being shut down. Um, so I went straight from a shutdown of my body because I was regenerating bone and because that whole situation was traumatizing to a shutdown of mind because I really did not like the move to the new library. It was not smooth. And also I don't like change and I didn't really, I started having, excuse me, I started having a lot of panic attacks at the new library because it's a very big, open, white space. It's really devoid of personality, you know, like, like design is these days. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I feel like everything is so, for a long time, everything was very like beige and granite countertops. And then it really became, um, lately it seems like everything is just white and everything in the new library is so bright and so white and so big and so echoey. And I just started having panic attacks and it just did not go well. So like basically my first chunk of the year was dealt with, was me dealing with that abscessed tooth. My second chunk of the year was dealing with moving to the new library. And it was so busy when we opened that was another reason why I was having a lot of panic attacks because I'm not a crowd person. You know, there's a reason why I work in a library. Like libraries aren't necessarily, they aren't as quiet and calm as I 
hoped they would be whenever I first started working at the library. I mean, they're kind of chaotic places at times, but I was not prepared for, we essentially have like, I don't know, we've done like 6,000 registrations since we opened the new library. And we have been intensely like, you know, exponentially busier and it's just been a lot. It's been a lot to deal with. So the second chunk of my year was spent dealing with that big change. Plus it was moving across town. I went from, um, being able to walk to work because the library was on my side of town before to not being able to walk to work. And that was a huge blow for me because I really, I really liked having that time and that exercise and just sort of decompressing at the end of the day and, or like, you know, psyching myself up at the beginning of the day. I really liked that because it took me only about 15 minutes to walk to work. So I always walked to work before, unless it was like really raining or something. So that was, that was depressing. Um, so the, really the first, you know, two thirds of the year were pretty dark for me. Um, it just wasn't, I really, for some reason thought it was going to be a good year, but it wasn't. And of course, all the political shit that happened, I don't really want to talk about that because it just makes me feel so powerless and upset. But <clears throat> needless to say, all of that shit was also weighing on me. Um, and I've learned that there's not a whole lot of that stuff that I can take. Like I can really only pay attention insofar as there's something I can do about it. And once you're beyond there's something I can do about it status, I can't do it anymore. So, so all of that was just a rant that stemmed off of um, my resolution to dance for 30 minutes a day. Um, so I did not do that at all. Um, my next resolution on here oops, was to read 40 books. That's always my goal on Goodreads. I always set um, a reading goal of 40 books. Um, let's see. I did end up changing my goal because during the library move, I really wasn't reading anything. I was just shut down. I was just watching, like, <laughs> I was just doing comfort TV shows and stuff. And I don't think I was reading much during the recovery from my abscessed tooth either. I really did not read much this year. Whereas I normally, normally hitting the goal of 40 books in a year is not very difficult for me. I don't usually have to alter it, but let's see, where do I get to that? I'm on the Goodreads page. How do I see that? Okay, here we go. I changed my goal to 30 books. As of today, when I record this, it is the 20th and I have read 29 out of 30. So, um, I did alter my goal and I, I think that's okay. I think that's something about resolutions that sometimes we don't give ourselves permission to alter our goals. Like maybe our thoughts on them have changed and we just don't want those goals anymore, or we just need to alter them slightly. And I should have altered my dancing resolution. So it wouldn't just be a giant unchecked box in my planner, but I never did alter it. Um, so, but I'm giving myself permission to feel okay about not achieving that goal. 
because there really were some other things that happened this year where I just did not have it in me to, I should have maybe altered it to say, dance for 30 minutes once a week, (laughs) you know, just once a week. I mean, that's better than what I'm accomplishing now. So it would count as something at least. Um, so reading 40 books, um, I changed it to 30 and I probably will. I'm, I've been reading a discovery of witches for six weeks now, pretty consistently. Like, I, I mean, I don't read it a whole lot, obviously, or else I would have finished it, but I read it every day (laughs) and somehow that book is taking me longer than almost any book has ever taken me ever. But, um, surely I'll finish it by the end of the year. Um, and the other goal within my little read category, I always have a yearly goal of usually 40 books. And then I have the goal of reading all of the book club books because I'm part of a book club and we have, um, we always have, uh, an assigned book for each month, except for December every year. So this year I did really good with that goal. Um, I did read every single book except for there were two book clubs that, um, I was not able to attend for some reason. It wasn't just like a last minute cancellation. It was like a legit reason why I couldn't go. And so, um, I didn't read either of those books because I knew I couldn't go. Um, and then the very last book of the year, the, um, choice for December, for November, I really tried, like I did read a portion of it, but I could not finish it. So I did okay with that. I've never done that well. Like, even though my goal every year is to read all of them, I have never read, you know, that many. I read eight out of 11 this year. So that's pretty good for me. Um, And then I have a goal to, a talk goal. (laughs) And that is to continue my radio show, continue my podcast and continue my YouTube. Um, Those are almost no brainers for me, the radio show part. Anyway, I am such in a habit of doing it that it's, you know, it's no problem for me. Um, I'm taking this week off, but I normally do not take a week off of my radio show. I probably only took off two or three times all year this year. So I definitely get to check that box. Continuing my podcast, as you can hear right now, I'm still doing it. Um, I had it already this, at this time last year, but it wasn't the Buffy project yet because the Buffy project didn't start until March and it's essentially morphed into being just a Buffy podcast. Um, and I'm very happy about that. Um, I like it more that way now. So I'm going to, um, eventually I'm going to like fix things so that in the title of my podcast, it'll probably be what's this bitch talking about a Buffy podcast or something like that. Um, because I want people to be able to find me easier because of what I do now, because basically they're just a picture of me and it says, what's this bitch talking about? And it's not immediately evident that it's a Buffy podcast. It's not at all evident that it's a Buffy podcast. So I need to fix that. So that will be um, something that hopefully I can take care of pretty soon. My um, continuing YouTube channel, actually, I had um, a two week vacation in October where I, um, I recorded a whole bunch, recorded and edited a whole bunch of YouTube videos. And I have been consistently putting out a video on my YouTube channel every week. Um, so that's pretty great. Um, 
my subscribers are getting kind of weird. Like I, I lost a whole bunch at first and now it's going back up again. So me being consistent, I think, um, I think being consistently having a video every week, people were like, what? Like, I forgot about who is this bitch again? <laughs> and then unsubscribed, but other people are finding me with my new content that I'm putting out as well. So, um, I'm pretty happy with that progress. Um, I might alter my YouTube channel a little bit. I think it would probably make more sense for me to have a video like every two weeks, but, um, I'm going to finish out the year, at least doing a video every week and then see how I feel at the beginning of the year next year. So this would be a good time if you would like to check out any of my other things, especially during gaps like this, where we have to wait several weeks for another Buffy episode. Um, my radio station is called Mixtress Radio, and you can find it on my website, mixtressray.com. And um, I air radio shows every Friday from 8 to 11 p.m. Central Standard Time. And mostly it's just me playing music that I like and doing like big long rants. So if for some reason you enjoy this weird personal rant that I'm doing right here for this podcast episode, you will definitely like my radio show because it's mostly that. It's mostly like it's a three hour show and I come on like once an hour or so and I talk for 15 minutes about random bullshit. <laughs> and then I play some music. Um, and then uh, my YouTube channel is mostly an ASMR YouTube channel. It's also becoming a lot about corsets. Um, and that is under, that's just under the YouTube channel name of Mixtress Ray. M-I-X-T-R-E-S-S-R-A-E, which is also, like I said, my website, if you would like to check that out. Um, so that is a good segue into talking about basically October is when my year really picked up and it's been pretty great. Like November was kind of a dark month, just psychologically. I had a hard time in November for whatever reason, but October, I had a two week vacation. That's when I started, um, October 16th officially is when I started wearing corsets and, um, I don't know if I've really talked about that yet on this podcast. Um, and I have a lot to say about it, so I don't want to go down a huge rabbit hole, but essentially because I was having panic attacks at work, like I said, I, I don't know what made me start thinking about it, but I thought, oh yeah, yeah, I do. I went to a show. Um, my friend Johnny was DJing at a show. Um, what was the occasion. I don't know. It was like at the end of September though. And it was like a mermaid and pirates party kind of thing or whatever. So I just, um, I didn't have any mermaid attire <laughs> or pirate attire, but I just, um, decided to dress up. But usually when I decide to dress up, I will wear really goth clothes. And I have these bustiers. They're not technically corsets. I know that now I used to call them corsets. But now I know that um, mine are not. Mine that I had then are not. Um, but I wore um, like my bustier and the compression. I, I felt really good that night, you know? Like I forgot that I really enjoy wearing corsets, that they sort of calm me. So it made me think, hmm, I wonder if this is related to Temple Grandin's theory on deep deep touch pressure therapy or deep pressure touch therapy or whatever it's called. 
wherein um, she did studies on, you know, if you place consistent pressure um, on someone's, the sides of their abdomen, they um, can feel calmer. And it helps a lot with um, livestock and autistic people. <laughs> so I thought, hmm, I wonder if that would help with all the panic attacks I've been having at the library and all of my anxiety in general, because it just got to a point where like the second I would pull into the parking lot, I would start freaking out. And I was thinking, maybe I don't want to work here anymore. You know, I was just really, really depressed. I just did not like the new situation at the library. And I, I still don't, but when I started, um, so my whole goal was to acquire a corset at the beginning of my two-week vacation, get myself used to wearing corsets, you know, just gradually over that two-week period so that I could build up to being able to wear them under my clothes at work for the entire shifts that I'm at work. And since then, um, and I did accomplish that goal, you know, at first I really only wore corsets for, you know, two to four hours at a time because I thought I had to break them in. There's like this whole like thing about corsets where some people think that you're supposed to season them and like wear them for two hours a day only for like two weeks but it's like not actually something that you really need to do. But anyway, whatever. I thought I needed to do that at the time. So I acquired, um, I acquired some corsets, wore them during my vacation and I really, really liked it. I was really happy. Um, I was extremely productive on that vacation. I recorded a ton of YouTube videos. I just, I was very happy every day. I was deliriously happy. <laughs> And it was great. It was the best vacation of my life. And all I did was stay home and like get shit done and um, wear corsets. And then um, I went back to work like a couple days before Halloween is when I went back. Uh, and I have worn a corset every single day to work since I started wearing corsets in the middle of October. So, um, and it has really, really helped. It's, I feel so calm and comfortable and contained in a corset. Like apparently I just needed to put my torso in a cage. <laughs> so it's, it's been basically, I feel like it's in lieu of like taking anti-anxiety medication and going to a therapist. So it's cheaper than that. And it seems to be working for me. Um, and it's been really great. So, um, I've been wearing corsets now for a little over two months and, um, yeah, I really, really love it. Um, I, I basically think about corsets all the time. <laughs> uh, I would say, oh yeah, that's what I was like. I was babbling because I was trying to remember what I was about to say a second ago. I would say that my anxiety level in general at work at the new library before I was wearing corsets was probably a seven, just average day, a seven. It was really bad and I was really unhappy. After starting to wear corsets, I would say my general anxiety level at work could maybe sometimes be a four, but is usually a three now. So, and that's almost as good as it was pre-move. Like I've, I actually had a moment yesterday when I was walking around the library. I was going to get a book that somebody had on hold or something like that. 
And I had a moment where I thought, okay, I don't, I'm not really there yet, but someday I might feel like this is my library. Like I am, a, I am a person that I'm very attached to place. Like it takes me a long time to get to know a place, but once I get there, I'm very attached to it and I don't like change. I'm that way with places that I live. I'm that way with places I work. Um, I'm also that way with people. Honestly, I, I don't trust a person until I've known them at least like at minimum a year, but it's usually much longer than that. So, um, yeah, I did have a moment where I thought maybe someday I will like this place. <laughs> and that did not even seem possible to me before I started wearing corsets to work. It doesn't even occur to me to not wear a corset to work. It's like, it's just part of my armor now, um, that I have to put on to be able to work with the public. And that's fine with me because it's helping and I'm very happy about it. So that's essentially my year in general, you know, first chunk, abscess tooth, second chunk. Oh my God, change moving. Hate this. Hate it, hate it, hate it. Third chunk corsets. Yay. <laughs> So that's basically my year. Let's continue on with my resolutions because I do have more. We, I do have more examples of me failing to meet my own limited expectations. Um, I had like, a, this is a really like vague goal. So like, I think I knew when I wrote it down that it wasn't specific enough and that I wasn't going to achieve it. So basically it was, um, an eating plan of limiting my sweets to mindful occasions of quality underlined three times. <laughs> um, I did sort of, I did hit a point where most of the time I like eat like shit and I feel really guilty about it, but I had this moment. I think it was during my vacation when I was starting to wear corsets and I was being really productive and I was super happy. And I just had this moment where I like sat down with myself and I said, you know what? I'm just going to eat whatever I want, whenever I want. And I'm going to try really hard to pay attention to like, am I really hungry? Am I eating dinner right now? Just because it's dinner time. Am I actually hungry? If I'm actually hungry and what I actually crave is a fucking donut, I'm going to do it and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. And that has worked incredibly well for me. Like I haven't lost any weight or anything, but I haven't gained any either. And in fact, I think I actually have lost weight because I think not much, you know, like maybe three pounds I've lost. Um, and probably part of that is due to the corsets because whenever you're wearing a corset, as I do for many hours a day on days that I work, especially, you know, I'm going to be eating meals in that corset. And if you're cinched, you're, you know, you just can't eat as much. Like you can still eat, but you just can't eat as much. So it's possible that that has helped a little bit with portion control. But like I said, if, if anything, I've lost like three pounds and I would like to attribute part of that to my no guilt diet. <laughs> so even though I totally did not do what I thought I was going to do, I think not feeling guilty about the food that I eat helps tremendously. Cause I think feeling guilty about the food that you eat doesn't necessarily stop you from eating it, but it limits your enjoyment of it. And for me anyway, it makes me eat more of it because 
I hate myself and I'm not enjoying it. So I just eat more. I don't know. So I think my new no guilt diet is working for me. So maybe my resolution for next year will be to continue that. Um, I also had a resolution to listen to more music essentially. And basically it was, um, I wanted to listen to more podcasts about music so that I would discover more music. I wanted to check, um, pitchfork reviews at least once a month. Um, so I could see what was coming out that I was maybe missing. I, I think I decided that this particular resolution is not really important to me. I basically had to admit to myself that I am not really a music critic, even though I have a weekly radio show and I love music and I've been making mixes since I was like eight years old. That's why I call myself the mixtress. I love music. Music makes me very happy. But all of that said, my music taste is very specific and most people don't share it. And I don't know how to articulate the stuff that I like. And it just makes me unhappy to try to follow what critics like. Um, I still like to listen to, I have two, um, two music podcasts that I really like. One is called Sound Opinions and one is an NPR podcast called All Songs Considered. So both of those podcasts, you know, I, I listen to occasionally, maybe not once a month, but you know, once every couple months, <laughs> um, I listen to them a lot at this time of year. Um, this is the time, pretty much the only time of year that I really want to listen to them when I'm thinking about like my favorite music of the year. I want to listen to all of, um, everyone else's favorite music of the year, you know? So that really became one of those resolutions that didn't really matter to me. So I don't feel bad about not, um, not doing it. I had a writing section to my resolutions for 2017. My goal was to do two things, write in my journal for 30 minutes every Friday and post a blog to promote, um, every new mix I put out, every new YouTube video, every new podcast, etc. So I was able to check that part check the box of posting a blog to promote every new mix, every YouTube video, every podcast. I have consistently done that. Pretty much that's all my blog is now is that. But I did not achieve my writing in a journal 30 minutes every Friday goal. Um, that is something that I would like to figure out how to motivate myself to do something like that. Maybe it doesn't need to be 30 minutes once a week. Maybe it needs to be something else because I really, I used to write a lot. I used to be a pretty serious journaler. Like I wrote all the time, but, um, I really have gotten away from that ever since I started the radio show, ever since I started talking <laughs> the radio show, the podcast, the YouTube channel, I stopped writing. So I would like to figure out a way to focus on writing again. Um, so I'll have to figure out how to revise that for next year because I did not achieve that. Um, I had, um, just a more general, I would like to always have a current project going on. Like, you know, just something, some cheesy, obsessive, detail-oriented data type project that keeps me interested. Just anything. Like I get into these weird things where I'll like 
catalog all of my perfumes and why I like them and what scents are in them and like what those scents mean like which witchy wise witchy speaking aromatherapy speaking you know just I just come up with really weird ways to spend my time sometimes and it makes me happy to do those types of things so always having a current project is um is a good goal to have and I think I mean I'm I think I've achieved that. I'm going to, I'm going to cross that off. Cause basically if I have the energy to do some kind of weird ass project, I'm going to be doing it. I'm not as creative as I would like to be in general, but I think I've achieved that one. Okay. And then that's it. I also had other like possible, a list of possible projects that I could be doing, like digitizing all my music videos. I, I did that one making a Gary Newman mix. I haven't done that yet. Um, starting my Buffy project, which the, you know, this podcast is that project. And I did start that and I'm loving it. It's, that is one thing that I did this year that I started this year that I'm very happy about. So I guess my big achievements of the year are getting a new tooth, starting this Buffy podcast and beginning tight lacing, which is what it's called when, you know, you wear corsets all the time. Um, and I'm going to have several goals related to tight lacing for next year. Um, so yeah, I'm going to try to keep it more simple this year because that's a lot. It just took me 37 minutes to tell you guys all of my, um, (laughs) all of my resolutions that I had for 2017. Oh, I also had, um, I finish a project that was, that feels like a big deal to me. It's a little project, but it took me a very, very long time to achieve this goal. And it was, I had this playlist, a smart playlist in my, um, in my iTunes that everything that didn't have a year in the metadata would be in that, um, playlist. So the goal was to go online, look up each one of those songs so that I could put the right year in the metadata because I'm a metadata whore. Like I want, you know, the genre to be like set by me, like the the genre that I think it is. (laughs) I want, um, you know, all the metadata. I want the artwork to be exactly what I want it to be. Um, and I'm just very obsessive about that kind of stuff, which is another reason why I'm just not a music critic because I am the type of person that my particular music listening habits and the type of music that I listen to is all very specific and personal to me, which is why I would never make it as a DJ. It is something that I have learned about myself. It is something that I am trying to accept about myself. And it's possible that there will even be a day that I don't, that I stop doing the radio show, um, which is sad, but it's possible that there will be a day, but it only costs me about $60 a year to do my radio show. And it really does help me like organize my week and it puts a ritual in my week because I have to get ready for it every week at the same time. And it's a really fun habit to have. So I don't, 
I see it as possibly being a thing that maybe someday I will let go of, but I don't see that being anytime soon. Um, let's see what else happened this year. I'm sure I'm forgetting all kinds of things. Um, I got to visit my best friend, Kim in Florida, and she had, um, a second daughter this year. So she, um, Ellie. So I got to meet her. Um, yeah, that was basically my year though. Um, I, I added a new cleaning job. So I work at the library and I clean a woman's house every week, but I added a second cleaning job this year. It's every two weeks I clean my aunt's house because my aunt bought a house in town this year. So that's another thing that happened this year. She's always lived in San Antonio my whole life. Um, well, she lived in a couple different places in um, Texas, but mostly San Antonio. So she's moving back home. Um, she she technically, she had to move into an apartment because she's finishing out, um, the, she's finishing out the school year. So spring will be her last semester. Um, cause she teaches, um, at a university in San Antonio. So she technically won't be living in the house until then, but, um, her, my uncle lives there. So we clean, we clean their house, me and my mom every two weeks. And so it's been really nice to have that income as well. Um, I start, Oh, I started a new habit basically when I started getting into corsets, they're not cheap, you know, getting a, a good quality corset is, should cost you at least a hundred bucks. So I started a new habit of saving $20 a week or $20 per cleaning job. So some, some weeks I have two cleaning jobs in a week and some weeks I have one. So that has been really great and I've kept up with it. I've had that habit since I think the beginning of October because the first thing I did was save up to um, get a tattoo, which I did get a tattoo this year. So that's another thing that happened. I got a moth tattoo um, on my right wrist. I usually get a tattoo around my birthday. My birthday is at the beginning of October. So... Yeah, I started that habit of saving $20 per cleaning check, and I'm really happy with that. I think that really helps me a lot because I'm the type of person that I'm, I constantly want something. Like, I'm pretty materialistic, I guess. Like, I'm always, like, obsessing over something that I want. And um, right now, it's most of the time, it's corsets, but it also takes a while to save up for tattoos and... Um, I don't typically get to go on vacations because I just don't make enough extra money, but this is something that I can do to save up to, for vacations. So it's just been great that I'm, I am consistently for almost three full months now I've been doing this and this is like the, just setting aside $20. That's all it is. Setting aside $20 every time I clean someone's house and, um, to do whatever the fuck I want with. <laughs> and it's paid off several times already. Um, that was how I got my tattoo. Um, I've bought, I think two corsets now by saving up for them like that. And, um, so that one of my resolutions will be to continue saving $20 per cleaning check because that has been, has been really awesome. I'll be able to get more tattoos, more corsets. And I, we'll be able to go on like day trips to Springfield and stuff, you know, like 
I mean, it's just such a simple thing, but it's been, it's been a good habit that I'm glad I started. So I'd like to continue that. I'm sure I'm forgetting like some monumental shit that happened to me this year or something. <laughs> um, I don't know. I started getting into baths. <laughs> um, I started a new ritual that I take a bath every Thursday night. Um, so that's pretty monumental right there. Um, that unfortunately also goes hand in hand with me becoming obsessed with bath bombs, which means I spend money on bath bombs now, but that's okay. Um, oh, I got some shit worked out like financially. Um, it's still in the process of like all the paperwork going through and it actually getting started. But I think, um, with the advice of, of an advisor, uh, someone that works for the government that helps you with your student loans. I talked to a guy on the phone for like 45 minutes one day and he helped me fill out all the paperwork for my student loans because they've been, I've been on deferment for a while because I couldn't make the payments and it turned out I just didn't know how to fill out the fucking paperwork correctly for income driven plans. So I think that is just on the verge, like within a week or two of being resolved to where I should be able to start making payments again and they should be doable for me. So I'm really excited about that. Um, what else? What else? All of this is just off the top of my head because I didn't, I thought about it for a second. Like, should I sit down and like reflect over the year and like write down some shit and like blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't even have the energy for that. At this exact moment right now, it is Wednesday evening. I just, um, I worked all day today and Michael's going to be home in like an hour and a half or so. And I'm always like super worn out by Wednesday. Cause like the way that my work schedule works, I usually work like eight hours on Monday, eight hours on Tuesday, four hours on Wednesday, or, you know, like whatever. Like sometimes it's eight, six, six. That's what it was this, this week. So the first thing I did this week is I worked at 11. I got up and took my Husky Luna to the vet because she's been whimpering a lot lately and kind of squealing and like acting like she's in pain. And I was really worried that something was seriously wrong. So I took her to the vet Monday morning before I went to work for an eight hour shift. And thankfully what it is, what it is, what ha happened was Luna just has like arthritis in her elbows. So, um, unfortunately that cost a lot of money for the doctor to tell me that my dog is old, <laughs> but, um, and now she's going to have to be on like joint medication and fish oil. And she sent me with some painkillers, which I haven't had to use because, ever since I started giving her the fish oil and the joint medication, she's been a lot better. Like already it's Wednesday and I took her to the vet Monday and she's already way better. Um, so that's great. That's awesome. That happened. But then I worked eight hours Monday, six hours yesterday, six hours today. And I just like was exhausted today. Today was a bananas day. You know, any of you, listening that work with the public, whether that's retail or public service like me, you know what it's like 
to just like some days it's just the general mentality of everyone is just a certain way and it's weird like Monday and Tuesday were kind of okay but then today like people were nuts it was like a bunch of like weird problems and like people telling you strange stories that had nothing to do with anything and it was just people really drained me today so there's a lot of shit that I need to do right now like I need to clean my house because my grandma's coming over on Saturday I need to wrap presents I need to like make some of my presents because I have some creative projects that I haven't even started yet because Christmas is on fucking Monday, but I just can't even like wrap my head around doing anything today. I'm recording this podcast. Like I realized that I had promised I was going to put out a podcast today or on the 22nd. And I was like, shit, when am I going to actually record that? I need to clean the house tomorrow because obviously I'm not doing it today. And you're like, okay, I guess I can record the podcast right now. So I hope it doesn't sound like I'm phoning it in because it kind of feels like I am and maybe I kind of am. But um, I did say that I was going to do kind of a personal podcast this week. So thankfully, that's what I got time for right now. And that's what I'm doing right now. I have got to stop drinking like carbonated water beverages while I'm recording for podcasts. I'm always like, ooh, I will drink my little key lime LaCroix water while I'm on recording the podcast. But then I keep having to pause so I can burp. <laughs> okay, so what else? Okay, I have been like getting really witchy at the end of the year, which is pretty normal for me, which is pretty normal for me um, at this time of year around basically as soon as like as soon as Halloween happens I get real witchy which is kind of funny when you think about the whole like cycle of the god and goddess like if you know that whole mythology with with witches and Wicca basically the mythology just I'm not gonna tell you the whole fucking weird rebirth cycle yearly story but um one of the things is that the the god goes through a life cycle every year and the goddess is eternal she doesn't die um the goddess is represented by the phases of the moon and the god is represented by the sun so the life cycle of the god is the life cycle of the sun throughout the year so basically october 31st the god dies that is the death of the god and the god is not reborn until the solstice so that's where we get the whole you know christmas jesus savior bullshit is because the solstice is when the god is born that's the beginning of the god's life cycle in like pagan mythologies and i don't know if there's anything to that like i don't really believe that shit but i enjoy it so I, I play along with it to a certain extent. Um, I do consider myself a witch. Um, and every year around Halloween, I just wake up and I am super witchy until at least through the end of the year. It's like the best time of year for me. Like basically, I am almost always in a good place from October through December. It's 
my favorite quadrant of the year. <laughs> and um, that has been um, definitely the case this year. Um, in the last couple of weeks or so, I have been like playing with a lot of crystals and doing tarot card readings and just getting real witchy and loving every second of it. Um, I really love this time of year when it's cold and you're just sort of reflecting over the year and being introspective. Like I'm always fucking introspective, but I love this time of year because it's kind of a good excuse to be introspective and I enjoy that. So, um, I have also been just pop culture related. This has been the year of like comfort pop culture. Like most of the books that I've read, um, I've, it's either taken me forever to read them or they've just been like cozy books. <laughs> um, most of the like TV and movies that I've watched this year have been, you know, that kind of stuff of just, um, you know, just familiar stuff, like not super emotionally taxing, like I'm really not into anything that's too dramatic this year. Um, because I'm growing my bone in my face, damn it. <laughs> growing motherfucking bone. <laughs> I don't got time for drama. Okay. Um, on that note, I think it's a good time to stop. I hope that everyone out there is in a good place right now and that you're um, happy to reflect on the year and hopefully next year will be better. Um, I am just really looking forward actually, like, in fact, I was kind of like tired and sad before I started recording this podcast, but I've like talking to you guys makes me feel better. Like I already feel like I have energy again. And I am actually really looking forward to, um, the next, well, let's see, like two weeks of my life, two weeks from today is when I go back to work after I have 10 days off. I do have to work this Saturday and I have, um, cleaning jobs during that time. But other than my cleaning jobs and me working this coming Saturday, um, I am off work until the 3rd of January. So I will, I will have a lot of time to just hang out with family, do all the Christmas stuff, um, make all my new resolutions, sit around and read, do the podcast and the radio show and the YouTube channel. And I'm just really looking forward to basically the next two weeks are going to be pretty great for me for the most part. So, um, I hope that you guys are in the same boat of looking forward, looking backward, um, doing your version of the witchy things, whether that's actual witchy things or just other Christmas, holiday, solstice, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah related festivus realness. Get into it. So I will be back again in two weeks from today. We will kind of do like a little previously on Buffy, like remind ourselves what the fuck's going on after not getting to watch any Buffy for a month. And, um, yeah, so I'm really excited. I will talk to you guys again in two weeks. Bye.